0: Yeehaw travelers, I'm Danny and I'm Bailey. And I've just got one question for you. Mhm. Are they there yet? Not anymore. I was <laughs> finally the long-awaited Louisiana episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: Has it really been long-awaited, oh. though? No. No?
0: <laughs> I was waiting for a state that I actually have, like, lived in. So, uh, I mean, besides, obviously, like, we've already... Arkansas was pretty quick, so... But yeah. I know things about this state, so... Ha, ha, ha I'm not unfamiliar.
1: My experiences in Louisiana are centralized in a singular location, but... Yeah,
0: same. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, I mean, I've been to North Louisiana because that's where I lived. I've been to New Orleans, I think, three times, four times. Um, and New Orleans is actually where a lot of mine is centered. So, yeah. I haven't, I don't think I've been much more southern than New Orleans. So,
1: I have not been, I mean, on a boat, I've been more southern than New Orleans because our crews left from New Orleans. But,
0: oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: You have to travel, like, a day through the Mississippi before you can oh, get like to the Oh, it's like down Polk. the Mississippi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which smells bad. Louisiana smells bad. <laughs> Hot take, Louisiana, you're stinky. <laughs> I
1: was trying to figure out where... Yeah, okay, it is in Baton Rouge. I've been in Baton Rouge for, like, a little bit. Um, but I've I been may mostly... have been to Baton Rouge. I'm not sure. <laughs> We stopped in Baton Rouge for a little bit because we went to an LSU baseball game. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and walked yes. around the stadium and went to see Mike the Tiger. Yeah. Um. But then we traveled, like, the rest of the way down to New Orleans, and that's why. That's where my mm-hmm. Louisiana experiences have been,
0: or New Orleans. Yeah. Fun fact, my grandma... She grew up a good part in, I think, southern Louisiana, <laughs> and she is very like Puritan when it comes to the French language in Louisiana, which is really funny to me because the the Cajuns are not very Puritan when it comes to their French. Uh, <laughs> but my grandma would consistently say Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, and it's the funniest yeah, okay. thing.
1: <laughs> it just means the like, red stick.
0: Yeah. But it's just so funny because like you don't she'll need be talking, to say it like, you she'll be talking normal, like a normal person. And well, okay, she says other things fun, like water, water, water,
1: yeah, water, uh, something like that. That's less of a French thing and more of a Southern and wash,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, she'll be talking like a normal person. But she'll be like, yeah. So I was down in Baton Rouge, and I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun. Love you, Grandma.
1: Now I. I mean I'm definitely no like Baton Rouge. Yeah, no. It's Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge is fine. Um, I can't have it in me to say Notre Dame. It's it's always been Notre Dame.
0: Notre Dame, yeah.
1: Even like it's, the is that's it, I think it's a uni- <laughs> I think it's a university says it's Notre Dame, but it's not, it's it's yeah. Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. Well it's just like the argument between like what do you call New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. I've always Nolan. New Nola. NOLA, the Big Easy, there's the Big Easy, ew. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fun fact, my uh, first experience in New Orleans was, I was like, under 12. And that's when I had my first anxiety attack. Because uh, we were, um, where were we? We were in New Orleans, that's for sure. And we went to the Hard Rock Cafe, I think. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I had an anxiety attack there because it was so damn busy. And I saw girls with no shirts on and I was so confused. (laughs) (laughs) It was around Mardi Gras, if if you couldn't tell. I mean, it's typically like that around there, but it was around Mardi Gras time. So there were lots of half-dressed individuals. (laughs) And I was a mere child.
1: (laughs) My first experience, I would have been around 12 it was after Mardi Gras because it had to have been like June or July because it was like during our summer vacation. Mm-hmm. But there was like a big like race happening. I don't remember what it's called but it's like men basically do like um, a certain length of miles or kilometers in like red heels or something. But like that's kind of like all they wear. <laughs> <laughs> And my parents were like, don't... Just <laughs> don't let, look away. <laughs> we're pulling up to the hotel. I are up to the hotel and there's men in heels just jogging past. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for
0: you. Yeah,
1: we all got sick from... Uh, we didn't all get sick. Half the family got sick from a, a Cajun restaurant down there. Oh, because nice. they had the chicken and it wasn't cooked right. Those of us that ate... True food and have the shrimp and the crawfish and whatever were fine.
0: Well, yeah, because they know if they know one thing down in Louisiana, it's how to cook seafood. <laughs> yes. That's kind of the whole Cajun thing. I mean, Cajun chicken is a thing, obviously, but seafood is like the thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love a po boy. I don't think I've ever had an actual po boy. I think before well, I would have been now. like, I would say exactly. I feel like <laughs> I became vegetarian before. The time where I would have been, like, willing to try a po' boy, I used to be a very picky child. So mm-hmm. I do not think I would have been down for a po'boy before I turned vegetarian. What's I probably really would nice... eat it now if I could.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a nice... I prefer shrimp boys, But there's definitely, like, other ones. You can do catfish or crawfish or whatever. I'm a shrimp po'boy. Um, Nathan like a little po-boys. I'm a little traditionalist. So it's got to be, like, the nice, thick, like, French loaf.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can only have tomato, lettuce, sometimes mayo. That's all I want on it, aside from the shrimp.
0: Yeah. I had Makes one
1: sense. I had one not too long ago that wanted to do like bang bang shrimp. So it had like a kick to it, which is fine. That's not what I wanted, though.
0: <laughs> we should take a trip to New Orleans. We should. That sounds like a fun trip for us to take. Also, I just realized that this episode is going to be coming out right around Mardi Gras. So that's like such, so festive of us. <laughs> It is not coming out right around Mardi Gras. It's coming out. Is it not at the end of January? I mean, that's close to
1: Mardi, closer to Mardi Gras than like October, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Um, so we're we ready to get into Louisiana facts because I have a feeling we'll ramble no, totally for again. too long.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've already been telling. We will. We will go Louisiana facts.
1: <laughs> We will go back to New Orleans at the end of the facts.
0: Good, and I'll I'll stay in New Orleans for my creepy cryptid. So is also in, but. Mine's in, in New
1: Orleans alone.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: So, um, in Louisiana, there are more alligators than any other state. I'm sure there are. <laughs> I don't know. I figured uh, Florida would have a higher population.
0: Really? I mean, I guess I could see where that would come from, but no. Them bayous, my guy. Oh, they're they got everywhere, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard stories of uh, there is a certain, I think, lake near a property of Nathan's families, and dogs have gotten like fully eaten by that lake, by alligators. So, yeah, awkward. Continue. Um, Louisiana um,
1: is one of the top strawberry producers in the United really? States. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, the first mixed cocktail was created in Louisiana, which makes a of lot course of it sense. Was. <laughs> that's the only place i can think of that has to drive through
0: i was about to say that's the first place i ever went to a drive bars. through daiquiri bar so yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious by the way peach bellini at the drive through daiquiri bars yum yum
1: um i want to say that louisiana is the only state that has parishes
0: instead of counties mm-hmm. they're basically the same thing but we're gonna call it a parish because we're special because we're better than everyone else. I hate it. I still hate it. I'll always hate it. Because they're like French and shit. I, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Louisiana is named for
1: the French King, uh, King Louis the Fourteenth, I believe. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading uh, Roman numerals right.
0: Uh, yeah, I had to write it in my notes. That I I referenced the Roman numeral as well, and I had to write it in my notes as a word because I knew that I would trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of going back and forth. Um.
1: So the first indoor movie theater was actually in New Orleans. Whoa. I don't think it was the first one to create um air conditioning because air conditioning was developed for movie theaters. Like that's why they came up with air conditioning. It was for indoor movie theaters.
0: What? Because that's it got so
1: crazy. Because it got so hot. Basically, what they did was they took a fan and, like, put a block of ice or in front of makes it, sense. behind it, and then just pushed ice air <laughs> into it. And that's yeah. how uh, air conditioning was made. That makes sense. Um, New Orleans has um, above-ground cemeteries. So they're not buried. People are, like, the stones are, like, laid on top of the ground. Um, because of like the water and whatnot, will get it up and just lift bodies. How did oh, I so not know this? So you cannot, you can't uh, bury people in the ground in New Orleans. I think like the surrounding area too, but oh my spe- specifically New Orleans, um, they are above
0: ground. Well, I knew that. Like I've seen a lot of those. oh, What are they called? Mortuaries, maybe around, but just like individuals being buried above ground weird <laughs> yep um
1: sorry i said reflux <laughs> louisiana um along with nevada um are the only two states in which um gambling is legal which there's some parameters around that but basically when i say that mm-hmm. it means it's they're the only two states um where, uh specifically casino style gambling is legal statewide yeah um obviously there are like um licensing restrictions and zoning restrictions like i'm sure you can't have a casino within so many feet or miles of like a school or a church
0: that would make sense
1: (laughs) Uh, because that's how like liquor laws work in arkansas you can't have them within so many uh, feet of a church or um a school
0: Nah, you go to church on sunday you leave you go to the casino when you get bored of the casino you go to the liquor store and then you go home (laughs) you can't do that in arkansas
1: (laughs) arkansas is a blue state it has or has blue laws so you can't buy alcohol on sundays right um other states that allow casino style gambling um actually like they will allow it but they restrict it to small geographic areas um mostly located near like larger cities
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so in Arkansas it's Hot Springs I want to say there's one on Pine Bluff there's one up and then there's one in West Memphis Mm -hmm. two of those are racing style casinos so they're attached to um, horses and then one is actually a Native American uh, casino Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I think they're working on a fourth I don't know if that's the one in Pine Bluff, that one's already been built. There's also one in projection to be built near near Russellville. Really? Mm -hmm. Because that was a big ordeal while I was going to school there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back to New Orleans. It is believed to be the most haunted city in America, which makes a ton of sense. Of course it is. 100%
0: believe it. (laughs) I believe it 110%
1: and we should go. And of course we can't talk about New Orleans or Louisiana, but specifically New Orleans without talking about Mardi Gras.
0: Well, obviously.
1: <laughs> um, so Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday. Um, it's the yeah, Tuesday it typically before Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday marks the start of Lent, which is a fasting and abs- abstinence season. Um, on Fat Tuesdays, I believe um, it was a sort of feast held in order to use up all the fats in the home in order to make fasting and abstinence for Lent season easier.
0: Yeah. You, so we gotta you go indulge a fuck ton, and yeah. then you and then you cut everything out real quick.
1: Um, so, of course, such a heavy French population in the New Orleans area, it was only commonplace that the tradition made its way into the city. Nowadays, it's so much more than just, like, a single day. Um, carnival season actually starts on the 12th night, aka Epiphany, January 6th, mm-hmm. um, and climaxes on Mardi Gras. So we're already in carnival season, so I guess you're not wrong. Okay.
0: I told you! I knew that Fat Tuesday happened already. <laughs> What so happened? Sorry, my brain <laughs> broke. Twelfth night, I, my yeah, brain and my much. words didn't connect. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, obviously, parades, people, floats, costumes, uh, all of it is a big celebration. And of course, beads of gold, green, and purple. And you can't forget. Flesh
0: in your titties. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's not what
1: I was going to say. You can't forget. You can't forget no. the king cake.
0: Oh, yeah, the baby.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to the
0: find the baby. baby or not. It really depends on the Because everyone has their own different tradition The most common one I've seen is If you find the baby you buy the cake next year So you Mm. wouldn't want to find the baby okay? Unless you really want to make the cake (laughs) I don't want to make the cake Unless you want to buy or make the cake Usually it's make So it's kind of like a whole commitment If you Mm. get the baby Just like babies Anyway (laughs) (laughs) I feel
1: like those are two very different commitments But sure
0: Yeah, no, it's the same thing (laughs)
1: you also can't talk about new ones without voodoo but mine has heavy voodoo influences so i will talk about it later i talk
0: about it a little bit i I do it i dip my toe in also i'm glad you talked about lent because mine has a lot of ties into french catholicism so Mm. okay yeah so the facts i've got (sighs) okay i'm so excited okay all right if you're from louisiana especially southern Louisiana, around New Orleans or further down, you will know probably where I'm going. But you're going to keep it to yourself because I have a little tale crafted here and I want to embellish it to the fullest extent. So shh. So, let's start by talking about the French, okay? As you may know, Louisiana was... you uh, Well, <laughs> you probably don't, but that's okay. You may know that Louisiana was once owned by the French, yeah. It actually has a lot in common with Canada in that respect because the French roots run deep in both. The Canadian French, it, the French went into Canada. Canada French came to Louisiana. They kind of did a whole migration situation. So, I Canada sure you- and Louisiana. Yeah, true.
1: It's a Cajun thing. Cajuns are actually Canadians.
0: Yeah. Or Was it Creole? Cre Oh. Oh no. Or the I don't thing? remember oh, the difference. No. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, no, they're actually
1: Canadians. <laughs>
0: originally. Yeah. So Louisiana and Canada have a lot in common, which is weird. That's okay. Weird. <laughs> so a quick little history lesson for you guys. I get a little long winded here. Stick with me. So Louisiana was often tossed back and forth between the Spanish and the French throughout history. It makes sense because it's a really strategic piece of land to own, given its access to the water and the commerce that can happen there. So the French held on to it for a while until that little thing known as the Seven Years War happened. Mm -hmm. So in 1762, France seceded Louisiana west of the Mississippi River to Spain. And in 1763, transferred virtually all of its remaining possessions in North America to Great Britain. So France don't have a hand in anything at that point. But Mm -hmm. in typical government fashion, that did not last long. Enter our protagonist, antagonist, anti-hero. I don't know. No, it's an antagonist. Short King, Napoleon Bonaparte. Mm -hmm. He was a tad, how you say, uh, power hungry, just a little. And desired pretty much total world domination. (laughs) He uh, thought that he was going to be the next Alexander the Great. He wasn't. Uh, To do this, of course, he needed some of that sweet, sweet North America back, Bailey. So on October 1st, 1800, within 24 hours of signing a peace settlement with the United States, First Consul of the Republic of France and certified asshole, Napoleon Bonaparte, acquired Louisiana from Spain in a secret treaty known as San Ildefonso, despite the reluctance of the Spanish king, King Charles VI. So he signed it over secretly, hush hush, and nobody was told about it. But now Napoleon is kind of like owning the shit and nobody really knows about it. Yeah. This treaty was confirmed on March 21st, 1801, which is my baby's birthday. Not 1801, that would be weird, but March 21st. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So... This gave Napoleon control of the port of New Orleans, which gave him a great deal of progress in his attempt to reestablish an extended French maritime and colonial empire in the West Indies and the Mississippi Valley. So, I mean, if Napoleon had just, like, stopped while he was ahead, it could have gone really well for him. He had some good shit here, okay? If he would have just stopped, but no, uh, he was pretty much the dictionary definition of a narcissist, so Um, uh, short kings normally are you're right incel Napoleon (laughs) was an incel (laughs) you can't tell me I'm wrong Uh, yes this is a Napoleon slander podcast and you need to get with it so (laughs) it's (laughs) a power hungry hungry. man slamming podcast you're right (laughs) we will call out power hungry men at any opportunity you give me Thomas Jefferson I feel like he's coming up he is you're so right right. (laughs) In the next, like, sentence. So Spain yeah. had actually given the United States explicit permission to use the mouth, mouth of the Mississippi River for their goods and their transport and all that stuff. So Spain owned it, but they were like, I S-I, U.S., colonies, come on down. Come on, use it. Use it for your transport, for your goods and whatnot. With free of cost. They just let them use it. Hmm. So when okay. President Thomas Jefferson heard whispers of this secret little french spanish deal he was rightfully a tad bit pissed i would be <laughs> yeah so i've already talked a lot about history here to keep things brief here's a synopsis of the u.s and french interactions for this louisiana situation u.s says can we have it french say no 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 no, no. but can we have it though oh no 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 no, no. can we have it though no, no, you cannot. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and then the US says, um, my big brother, Great Britain, is actually gonna beat you up. <laughs> and so the French go, Okay, yeah, you can actually have it now. Oh, I see. <laughs> I apologize I to the French listening. <laughs> so yeah, because I of impending war. You did, you know more French than I do. Not much, but I did take French. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I know a little bit. I'm pretty good at like in, uh, inferring what languages mean when they uh, say certain bonjour. things especially like the romantic languages. Mm. They're pretty bonjour, easy. Je m'appelle Bailey. Uh, Bailey. J'aime,
1: <laughs> <laughs> j'aime beaucoup la musique, la chante.
0: Sure. <laughs> That's what I know.
1: I very poorly said I like mu- the music and the sing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, good. I think so. <laughs> so, because of impending war with Great Britain, and several other things going on, since Napoleon took several bites too big for his little bitch baby mouth that he could chew, uh, he offered the territory in the Louisiana Purchase to the United States in 1803. He actually pretty much gave it to them because cheap. yeah the cost was hella cheap and actually Nathan is making me say this but it was a, pretty much the best real estate interaction to ever inc- occur in history yeah. because he was selling it for like some something like three cent like nowadays dollars like three cents an acre
1: mm-hmm. very, it was very ridiculous
0: cheap. yes very cheap um but the treaty was super vague and the boundaries were incredibly unclear. But you can look up what ended up being considered the Louisiana Purchase, and it is not... It, it's far more than the Louisiana we think of today. It's like mm-hmm. a whole chunk. It's a whole I chunk. I think of Arkansas
1: park. was included in it the grab. In Cute. That. I think it's a lot of the southeastern part of the United States outside yes. of Texas.
0: It's a lot of the Mississippi track. Because that mm-hmm. was that was the thing that they wanted, was the Mississippi. I went to... the mouth of the Mississippi, which was on the end the tail end of the louisiana situation you know mm-hmm. uh um, so yeah the louisiana purchase is now regarded as pretty much the best agreement the united states of america has ever made <laughs>
1: to She's the detriment valid. of other people but well, for them go off
0: <laughs> yes yes we're not going to talk about america and how we suck we're talking about <laughs> how the french suck right now <laughs> i'm blaming the french for giving it up yeah you could have been french danny Oh, uh, yeah, we could have been French. Arkansas could have been French. That would have been fun. <laughs> <Yeehaw>. Yeah, haw Major yee So, educated Danny can shut up now. Back to why this is relevant for my creepy little cryptid. <laughs> mm-hmm. The French have a creature called Lou Garou. Okay? Any guesses as to what that translates to? Uh-uh. Werewolf. Vu oh, yeah. meaning wolf, and garu expressing the idea of a man turning into an animal. So, yeah. wolf man animal situation.
1: We have a so, werewolf on our hands, babes. We
0: listen. We can never get away from our werewolf fantasies. We never will. <laughs> Surprisingly, you took the werewolf this time, and I did not I Listen, somebody had to do the Rougarou and it probably should have been the person who has at least lived in Louisiana for eight months. <laughs> I have a husband who knew some things. <laughs> at least there was that. He lived there for the majority of his life. So there's that. Well, way, way back when, in the 16th century, the French were crazy for Lou-Garous. I would liken it to a bit of a witch hunt, personally. This was a time when technology wasn't exactly advanced. So people would often blame different phenomena on creatures. Mm-hmm. The lugaru became this sort of scape wolf, if you will. Your house burned down? Sorry. A lugaru probably did it. Bad haircut? Well, your stylist was probably a lugaru, so... You got to work late? Ah, uh, just some lugaru stuff. It's like, whatever. <laughs> All joking aside, they really did execute suspected Lugurus, much like the trials. witch trials... Yeah. Back, back in the day, back in the northern, you know, New England area. So someone wandering off into the woods acting a bit odd, you got to bring that motherfucker into the courtroom and they just kind of ask a group of people, hey, you, you think this guy is a werewolf? And of course, when you're posed with that question, the majority of people just say, uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <Would> <laughs> It's possible. It's not impossible. (laughs) Plus, there was an added reason to say yes. And it's that if you say no, then you're probably just a Luguru trying to protect another Luguru and you'll be put on trial as well.
1: Obviously, it's your mate and you can't have your mate. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) I hate everything about this. I hate it too. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hashtag
1: found uh, family. It's my pack.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Really, just it was a cough attack. dad <laughs> <sighs> compose ourselves. <laughs> of course, the story of Luguru spread all over France and scared people shitless. Uh, because most be, no, because of this, the legend became one that you pass down to your future generations. Mm-hmm. It then evolved, as most creature tales do, into a story to scare people into behaving. Obvious, yeah. Uh, the French Catholics actually got their grubby little paws on it, and they said that if you do not follow the rules of Lent strictly for seven years straight, you will turn into a lucroo. I don't know where the seven years maybe came Maybe it's because I mean, I'm not... Seven... Gonna... seven what? Seven is like a like religious holy number or whatever, so maybe that's why they say seven years, but... Maybe it's because I'm not catholic yeah but i have
1: participated in Lent, maybe twice in my life yeah and i don't think i'm a werewolf
0: i don't i don't think i don't know i don't know if you would know that's the thing I and haven't, that we get into that a little bit later
1: why there's no like scratches in my bed i don't mysteriously peer in the woods nude on the full moon
0: <laughs> you
1: know is that not normal my senses are like fine um i'm not angry nor i actually mm, (laughs) i'm I'm pretty angry i'm kind of
0: a bitch so (laughs) i'm quick
1: to anger um i yell at my cat too often too
0: yeah i don't think i'm one you could be i don't know i grew up lutheran and i participated i mean like lutheran is like just like one little step from catholic if you know the the tale of how Mister, yeah. Mr. Luther <laughs> did the ninety nine situation. He got ninety nine problems, and the church is in, is in fact all of them. The uh, other Martin Luther, yes, the, the white Martin Luther. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he did things, and then he also did bad things. I don't, you know, it's beside the point. I did, I participated in Lent growing up, at least, um, but not for seven years straight. I don't think, and I don't think I'm a werewolf either. So I don't know. I Catholics think I might be it, incorrect. I think
1: I did it properly once. And I said, I'm not gonna have chocolate.
0: <laughs> At Ooh, all. Big, big give up there. Big, big <laughs> give up. That was my give up Large was sacrifice. chocolate. That's
1: the only one I can remember doing. I feel like I've done it another time. I was baptized. I think I gave up no soda point. for one of them. I Jamie gave up soda, but she did it for like a year. Oh
0: wow. Go off I And guess. then
1: uh, January 1st, she was like, okay, time to crack open a
0: Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well. Another side of this is that parents, of course, because parents got their grubby little paws on it, they Obviously. would tell their children that if they misbehaved, the guru would steal them away from their parents at night. Because you have to scare your children into behaving. You can't just, like, communicate with them. Uh, yeah, so in is- the French yeah, mom just told me she'd make me go make my own switch and she'd beat me with it. <laughs> I love that one.
1: Yeah, there was no mythical creature. It was going to be her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, my parents would just be like, just do it, stupid. And I'd be like, all right, you right. <laughs> you got a good point there. <laughs> I wasn't a very misbehaving child. Mom, suppose, I'm contending
1: so. to that happen. You can't text me if it <laughs> didn't happen. It happened i believe it <laughs> my mom was not a physical mother i feel like i should point that out we're f- i'm fine
0: <laughs> i'm good am <laughs> i i don't know my parents would routinely have us choose what to be spanked with so <laughs> i was either the young. wooden spoon the belt the hand you only got to choose the hand if your offense wasn't that big you know <laughs> And you always chose for mom to spank you and not dad, because mom was, like, sorry about it, and dad was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> you know? My dad's dead, so I can say that. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why you can say it.
0: Yeah, that's why. Well, they can't, like, come after I don't know. I guess CPS wouldn't really come after him. I'm an adult now, so.
1: <laughs> and at the time, he was accepted, so. That's true. Unfortunately. So.
0: Back Moving to on, the, Luguru, the the Luguru, Uh the French migrated to Canada and then to Louisiana, and they took this little spooky guy with them. Yeah. So, as we've kind of kind of <clears throat> mentioned, Louisiana is not straight up French. They have that little French sprinkling, that French heritage, but they also have English American situations and like mm-hmm. Southern American. So that blended into something that is known as Cajun yep it's a it's a whole it's a whole amalgamation. So now the name Lugaroo just doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? Cajuns they they famously like to just like take French words and just kind of kind of fuck with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of make them just sound better to them. <laughs> so if you haven't guessed by listening to my ramblings thus far, Today, we are talking about the Rougarou. In some places, Rougarou and Lougarou are used interchangeably, but there are notable differences between your classic werewolf, which is what more of the Lougarou is, and Big Bad Rougarou, because the culture smash that happened between French and Southern American just kind of, you know, it made new things happen with the tale. Yeah. So yeah, the Rougarou. I, it took me a while to get here, but I'm here now. <laughs> It was like me and the meth
1: hogs. I was like, let me tell you all this information and not tell you their name until I know
0: I had to build it up because this one's like Louisiana's biggest cryptid, you know? I had to mm-hmm. I had to get there, you know? So, okay. In the swamps, within the greater New Orleans area, and the Acadia I forgot how to say it already. I literally know how to say it. Acadiana, there we go. It's Acadia, and then it's Acadiana. There we go. Uh-huh. So this is where the beast has come to live. So it's the areas around New Orleans. Um, Yes. He might even be in neighbors with another cryptid. I'm not sure what Bailey's doing. So she might be doing this. Who knows? Uh, The honey Island swamp monster, which I know nothing about. Uh, So they might be neighbors. Okay. Well, they might be neighbors. They might be buddies. They might smooch. I don't know. So, (laughs) (laughs) so some stories in the Louisiana tales will say that the Rougarou Hunts down Catholics who don't follow Lent, just like the original French origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another more original telling says that the rougarou is a man under a one hundred and one day curse, and he will stay as a rougarou unless he can find another person to pass his curse to in that one hundred and one time frame.
1: Okay, so, yeah. I thought you were about to tell me he's going to have to find love, and I was kind of about to be wow. like, "What? The Beauty and the Beast." <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, no. That was so, set in France.
1: He could have been a Rougarou.
0: Oh my God, he was a Rougarou, Bailey. <laughs> I'll get to their look later. I have a whole thing about their look. I'm not there yet, but like, he could have been a Rougarou. He was definitely a Rougarou. He was. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> it is often thought that the Rougarou is connected to the religious art of voodoo, namely. Louisiana's voodoo queen, Marie Laveau. Now, I don't have time to deep dive into Madame Laveau, but let me just say that she is probably the single most coolest woman in all of history. (laughs) She was a healer and she had an abundance of knowledge about natural remedies. Uh, She was just super awesome and cool. Uh, She's often regarded as the most renowned voodoo priestess uh, in the land. But I do want to say that voodoo originated in Africa in the 1700s prior to arriving in New Orleans. And I know that there's often a misconception that it started in Louisiana, but we need to give credit where credit is due. Nowadays, it's thought of as some kind of evil, dark, like black magic situation. But back then, it was actually super similar to Catholicism. And Marie Laveau herself was a devout Catholic. Uh, I digress the Rougarou is said to be a curse given by a voodoo priestess. Mine is also tied to Marie. um, I love her. And voodoo. (laughs) I love her so much.
1: I will talk a little bit more about Marie Laveau and um, voodoo in mine. Yes.
0: Yeah, no. I I just want to do a little touch on it because it really, it's not a big theory in mine. It's not a big deal. It's just like, you know, a witch might have done it. You know, it's one of those. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they say that It's potentially, you know, Marie Laveau gave the curse of the Rougarou. No ground to stand on with that. I think she's a wonderful lady. Anyway. (laughs) Another story is that the Rougarou is a cursed person who is human by day, wolf by night. Kind of like your traditional werewolf, but it's Mm -hmm. like every night, not just full moon night. Yeah, uh, their lycanthropy curse causes them to fiend for human blood uncontrollably when under said curse so like when they're a wolf they are not themselves they just desire human blood um,
1: like the werewolves in Harry Potter
0: yes exactly Professor Lupin so <laughs> the afflicted person would typically choose not to divulge their secret to anyone uh, due to the fear that they might be put on trial or killed <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. Which is valid. I wouldn't tell sh- shit to anyone. I'd be like, Mm-mm. "No, I'm I'm just a little sick. Don't worry about it. I'm not me a wolf. I ne- no, never. No, I've we never. can't
1: hang out at night. I've got like
0: um I got, got like plans. things to do. Um yeah, I just got to I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, that's the whole story. But I have not told you what it looks like, what it does, or how to keep yourself safe from it. Which is the stuff you came here for, okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) the look. Pretty much a traditional werewolf most of the time. Wolf head, man body, large. So like a six foot to eight foot situation. Not your average height man, but like a tall, tall man. (laughs) Yes. For Louisiana specifically, uh, it's often depicted as a white dog, which is interesting which usually like things like this are black dogs, but a lot of the times it's, and it's very Louisiana specific. It's not like French or like Canadian or anything. It's like very Louisiana's Rougarou is often a white dog. Um, Typically though, it is depicted as a scraggly brown kind of wolf creature, bipedal, like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. but this is why I had, I said the beauty and the beast comment earlier. It does not necessarily have to be a wolf. Sometimes it's just an unexplainable, scary, big monster. And I actually, yeah. I watched a video uh, posted by LSU, the Louisiana State University, if you don't know. Yes. And they did a kind of segment on the Rougarou. And their thing is like the translate. So Lougarou is wolf, obviously, turned into human animal situation. Rougarou, they say, doesn't necessarily have to be a wolf. That's why it was changed from Lu to Rou. So it can be just an a unexplained, giant, scary, big monster. Bipedal creature. Man creature. What a miss for that university
1: to not be the Rugerous,
0: Right? Why <laughs> the tigers? <laughs> when did a tiger come into Louisiana? Come on. The Rougaroos, my guy. <laughs> what a miss. Those are That's much scarier. If you want to be something ferocious as your team, be the Ruggaro. There are saying. already like
1: four other tigers in the SEC.
0: Yeah. Switch <laughs> it
1: up. Be the Rugerus. There's
0: no other Rugerus. That's true. What a what a loss. They they fumbled the bag right there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What, what, do, you what do, do you do? Well, I've already mentioned they potentially snatch bad children. Just snatch them straight up. Uh, they wander around in the woods. You know, like most yeah. cryptids do. Mm-hmm. They potentially, and I think this is just like a wolf thing, uh, rip you to shreds if they come across you. So yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Potentially. Um, and they also, this is like their main thing, is that their goal, like, especially uh, in the way that it is a person who is turned into this creature It is their goal to pass the curse to someone else. So if they come across you in the woods, they want to get that curse to you. There are different ways that they can do this. Um, Some say that they have to scratch you or bite you to do so. That's like typical werewolf lore. If they scratch Mm -hmm. or bite you, the curse is passed to you. Um, But there is a story of a young boy and he went into the bayou by himself. And this boy had only an oyster knife, because he was shucking oysters, (laughs) had only his oyster knife with him to defend himself. He came across a Rougarou, and he went to Slice to defend himself. And when he cut the Rougarou, the curse went from the blood, kind of evaporated, and went into him. So you can't even defend yourself against the Rougarou, because if you do that, you will be cursed and be a Rougarou. Okay. yeah yeah so you can't do combat with the guy you don't really want to come across him if you come across him there's really nothing you can do so how do you stay safe bailey
1: just don't go outside at night
0: i mean valid but there is also stories of where they can come into your house but how do you keep them out of your house garland it's a, well Silver? no there's it's a more obscure one <laughs> So okay. It's said that you can protect yourself against the Ruguru by laying 13 small objects by your doors. Uh, huh. This is one that I've heard of before, but I don't remember where exactly I've heard of it until I researched a little bit further. Um, apparently, when a person changes into a Ruguru, they forget how to count past 12. Uh, it's theorized that it's because they only have to worry about midnight and the moon at this point and like that's kind mm. of their transformation state the Rougarou will see 13 objects, try to count them, and be unable to count them all. This will perplex where? them, confuse them, and then they'll keep counting until the sun comes up, and then it must—it has to go. I've heard this before. I know, right? But I don't know where. I don't remember exactly where I've heard it before, but it is a thing with demons as well, and that's where I think I okay. might have heard of it. Maybe. Um, I've and never I, heard
1: the number thing before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it might've been in connection with like some show, like either charmed or Halloween town or some shit. I don't remember. Um, but I do. It, it's so. Um, it potentially on Halloween to protect you from spirits who enter the world from the thinning veil between dimensions. So you put 13 objects in front of your door. And it's kind of like the same thing. Why jack-o'-lanterns are a thing, mm-hmm. you know, to scare the spirits away and stuff like that it's, it's a similar vibe. Um, 13 is also connected spiritually, um, and to paganism. Namely, it's a number of transition and it's often in combat with the number 12. So like the 12 is connected to a lot of like, quote unquote, good things, you know, like the 12 disciples of Jesus, the 12, you know, all that kind of stuff. And 13 is often in some kind of war with the number 12 and trying to pull power. Um, and apparently, according to the internet, tw- uh, thirteen is the most perfect number for a coven of witches. Hmm.
1: So that's fun. Um, I do know there's a theory that, like, if there are thirteen people at a table,
0: yes. the <laughs> first
1: person to stand up is the next one to die. Yeah, Allah, Jesus, and the Last Supper.
0: Yep. <clears throat> yep, that's a thing. Also, I so... talked about
1: in Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, if anyone can, if anyone else has heard this like thirteen things at a door thing, tell us where you heard it from because I simply cannot remember like the original mm, place yeah. I heard this thing because it's definitely a thing that I've heard of, but I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet besides. It, d- it sounds uh, familiar. The thirteen connected to paganism. So, I don't know. um So that kind of wraps up the ruguru. I will just say though that obviously it's one I love to do the things that are kind of the, the state or the the county's whole thing. <laughs> So the Rougarou is like it's the big deal. It's the cryptid of Louisiana, you know. It's like their thing. Um, so they have restaurants named after the Rougarou. They have there's a like a butterscotch liqueur named the Thirteen Pennies of the Rougarou or something like that, or yeah. Rougarou Thirteen Pennies. Um, there is a Rougarou festival. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, there's a Rougarou festival in I think. Oh, I forget where it is. That's okay, I think it's down on this page. I can't see it. It's so it's yeah, it's the Rugaroo Thirteen Pennies that was also on this page. Oh no, it's not butterscotch. It's praline flavored, praline, praline, praline. Either way, it's it's praline flavored. <laughs> so yeah, it's called Rugaroo Thirteen Pennies, and uh, yes, the annual Rugaroo Festival in Huma homa rue well okay it's spelled like rue like r like it's h-o-u so i can only assume it's who ma or Hou. i don't know their spelling is weird because the french uh, so so yeah uh it's there and they yeah they have a little festival just like the turtle days you know the turtle days and <laughs> yeah it's a fun time also, the New Orleans Pelicans had once thought about changing their name from the Hornets, which it was originally, and then it was the Pelicans, because it, it's the Pelican State, if you didn't know. Uh, yes, it they is. thought about changing it to the Rugaroos, which they should have. Better name than any other name, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah, those are your friendly neighborhood Rougaroos, and I love them. And I mean, like they're a little bit spooky, but they're
1: pretty cool. <laughs> well, I'm down. I don't to hang out you, with but I think I'm okay. I I'm good.
0: Like I can hang. I don't wanna like, like yeah, I don't wanna be one. That sounds like a bad time, but I can hang. Especially if it's every night.
1: I don't know if I
0: I feel like I could do the werewolf thing if it was like the once a month situation, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Like it sounds like it sucks, but it's just once a month. So we're gonna stay in the New Orleans area
1: specifically. Yes is um, we're going to talk about the, the, the,
0: the, the grunge. Hushling Slasher? (laughs) No. (laughs) The grunge. The grunge?
1: Uh, The grunge. Who the hell is the grunge? So he's not very grinchy, but um, all my search results wanted me to look at the Dr. Seuss character instead of what I actually was looking for, so I wanted to make that little little note. (laughs) So... (laughs) Honestly, this thing or things um, have my favorite name. I don't I, I think the Grunch is so fun. What is um, a fun And name? They, they are perhaps the most confusing cryptid that I think we have ever covered. Good. Like even after hours of research, I'm still not 100% sure what these things are. <laughs> I love that. Um, so let's start with potential origin stories, of which there are two very different options. Okay. So option one is the Grunch Road origin.
0: Okay. So this
1: is a road we believe to be in the eastern suburb of New Orleans. um, But even as the city developed, it widely went unnoticed and was marked like a dead end. Um, The story goes that as New Orleans began to settle, a race of albino and dwarf peoples, like both or one, I'm not sure. Um were kind of pushed out of their land and secluded to the dead end road that was known for a bit as a grunge road, but it has really since... Yes.
0: Like Duloc. (laughs) They were pushed out and sent to the swamp.
1: Okay. Um, Yes, continue. (laughs) It has since been renamed either Haynes Boulevard or Gannon Road, there are two options because we actually aren't really sure which one is the original Grunch Road. Okay. Um so the French people believed them, um, these others, if you will, to be the creation of the devil himself. And so they were like, Go get out. We don't need leave. you to leave. <laughs> um, so they fled, they secluded themselves to this like area around Grunch Road. Due to their seclusion, however, um inbreeding became commonplace. Oh. Um, so already there existed the abnormalities of dwarfism and albinism. Um, so inbreeding only served to make that worse. Um, and eventually it's said that they became almost inhuman in like physical appearance. Mm. Um, so I have seen it both ways. That's It was the inbreeding that turned the people into Grunch Road into what's now known as the Grunch. Grunch. Or um, Mm -hmm. the Grunch is something else altogether, but it's a protector for the people of Grunch Road.
0: Oh, that's cute. I like that Uh, one.
1: (laughs) Well, in the protector version um, of this origin story, the Grunch came to them from a deal with the devil in which this clan sold their souls in order to gain a protector.
0: Listen, you know, do what you have to do.
1: (laughs) Uh, So these people in the woods eat mostly goats, but Mm -hmm. it's believed that they or the Grunch are willing to munch on a stray human that gets too close.
0: Grunch and munch. You know what I say. (laughs) Um,
1: So that's, that's one option. Secluded area of the woods. Um, Strange race of inbred humans that don't look human anymore.
0: Devil protector? That's option one. Protector demon, got it. Option two. Okay. We have to talk about devil babies. I'm sorry. Devil babies?
1: Yeah, and I still don't know what they are, but we're going to talk about devil babies. (laughs) Well, good. Then we're on the same page. Um, so to talk about this origin story, we have to talk about Marie Laveau, a.k.a. the Voodoo I Queen. I love
0: her. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so it is believed that um, so she actually made a name for herself um, in the late 1800s as a hairdresser for white women. That's actually where she started. Yeah. Um, was as a hairdresser. Um, these women would get their hair done by Marie and they felt comfortable enough with her to like share many of their darkest secrets. So I think part of this might've been the reason she turned to um, Voodoo.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, think this is a side note. I think uh, like one of her close family members ended up dying or fell super ill. And that's why she got into healing side of things. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember that entire side, but yes. Um, she wanted to help people. She was so nice.
1: <laughs> so it's like her origin story is a bit <laughs> obscure. So we're not really sure when and how she would have turned to voodoo. It is likely that she grew up in between um, voodoo and Catholicism, like between her mm-hmm. families. They're called um,
0: hybrids. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Um, but she was known for adopting children, feeding the hungry, and nursing uh, that's, nursing, um, like the sick at the height of the yellow fever epidemic. hmm as a free woman of color, she was also known, it was also known that she helped slaves and that helped, like, escaped slaves. Um, historians say that no one with financial or business like power made a decision without consulting her first. Certified baddie. Yes, she worked her way up into the social sphere to be named a voodoo queen, which um, at the time was a figure of spiritual and political power. I love her. I so love she's her. not the only voodoo queen. There would have been other voodoo queens and kings throughout yes. the city, um, but she's one of the most well-known ones.
0: Um, but they she were she is for a the while. voodoo queen, like that, yes. you know, you know, like societally.
1: <laughs> so voodoo, like Danny said, um, is actually an Afro-Catholic um, religion. Um, so Marie likely grew up around that straight Catholicism. Like I said, New Orleans voodoo came from the beliefs of West African slaves um them and the merging of white catholicism which would have been the quote-unquote local population yeah it grew tenfold when people from haiti fled to new orleans um, and would have already been familiar with either voodoo or a similar practice um as i believe there is a version of voodoo that's like referred to as like haitian voodoo it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. from new orleans voodoo
0: i think i saw that yeah
1: Um, According to neworleans.com, it is a religion connected to nature, spirits, and ancestors. Um, The core belief that one god, capital G-O-D, does not interfere in daily lives, but that spirits do. The goal is to connect with these spirits through rituals like dance, music, chanting, etc. Today in New Orleans, you can enter almost any shop um, and find um, dolls, potions, talismans, like anything related to the religion. Um... It's a practice used to cure anxiety, addictions, feelings of depression It has also been said to be able to help uh, the poor, hungry, and the sick.
0: It's wonderful. It's wonderful, good, and awesome.
1: It's not dark. It is in no way dark.
0: Yeah, Um, no. I venture to hypothesize that the kind of connotation that has been given to it by typically, I mean, not typically actually Catholics, but like Baptist and that side of things mm-hmm. that kind of dark. Ooh, don't don't voodoo is a, a devil magic. That side of things I would venture to say is probably a uh, racist. Probably. Probably has, has race issues tied into it because it literally is like, a it, again, as we've talked about, it's tied it's very similar and tied into Catholicism. So like, and it's just about helping and loving and being awesome. So stay in your lane. (laughs) So she was a well-known practitioner.
1: Um, She would have used, she would have been herbalist. She would have used potions. She would have been familiar with certain rituals um, to help the needy. So it was um, during one of her helpful ventures that she is tied to the grunge. Yes. Um, So story has it that a new mother brought Marie her newborn baby boy because he was clearly a devil baby. There is no explanation as to
0: what a devil baby is or what
1: (laughs) makes someone a devil baby. But this was a devil baby and this mom mom was like please Marie help.
0: Make him undevils.
1: So Marie's solution to the issue was not actually to like fix the baby. Um, but to castrate the baby to keep him from reproducing and creating more devil babies
0: interesting and you see that's the thing that you hear a lot with the religion voodoo is that like it's it's a tricky one <laughs> so yeah. you ask for something you gotta be real specific <laughs> <laughs> so
1: allegedly after the castration the testicles of the boy turned into male and female grunches Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as the, this is graphic. As the testicles were falling from the baby, they morphed into male and female grunches as they the like, fell to the ground. Oh um, no! No. Huh? <laughs> um, because of course they recognized their creator? Question mark? Or maybe the one who took them from the baby, um, and proceeded to attack Marie. I oh. punched and bit um, and just, like, waylaid Omneri until she lost consciousness. When she came to, both the Devil Baby and the Grunches were gone.
0: Huh? <laughs> Where'd they go, Bailey? Uh,
1: to go reproduce.
0: Huh. <laughs>
1: um, it is said after the attack that Marie actually turned or returned to her de- devout Catholic ways. Um so she I don't think the story goes that she didn't practice much after
0: Interesting. this event. All I know is that she died a very peaceful death. That's what I was reading. Is that she died uh like in old age peacefully. I was reading
1: something about there being a Marie the 2nd and there was some confusion um potentially where Marie the 2nd was posing as the original Marie.
0: Oh. See, I have seen a lot of things about, like, the belief of reincarnation and, like, karma and spirits Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and Marie Laveau still be, like, living on because people who are connected to the spirit realm can kind of, like, choose where they go, you know? Um, anyway so, so alongside this version
1: of the grunge I think this gets a little bit confused with Ruguru lore because it is believed that the bite of a devil baby can turn someone into a
0: grunge oh but see that's a little different because you, you a devil baby bite doesn't turn you into a devil baby it turns you into a grunge
1: still well, so don't know what a devil baby is
0: it's a devil baby <laughs> It's just Um, stable, Bailey.
1: So, those are your two origin stories for something that you still have no idea what it actually is.
0: Yeah, you're right. I got not even a a vision.
1: (laughs) So, what exactly is the Grunch? So, it is New Orleans lizard version of El Chupacabra.
0: Oh, that's not what I was envisioning at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kept
1: seeing the description goat like. But in all depictions I've seen of it, I don't know where that descriptor comes from.
0: Okay. Mans does
1: not look like a goat.
0: I, I. Okay, well, now
1: I gotta look up a picture. <laughs> um, it stands three to four feet tall. It is leathery or scaly, sometimes green, sometimes black. It is an either extremely hunched over biped or quadru- quadruped, probably a quadruped. Um,. Many sources claim glowing eyes. Glowing eyes, but the color will change from like a red orange to a blue green depending on who you ask.
0: Uh-huh. Um, report- I, I'm seeing pictures and they are not pleasant.
1: No. Um, reportedly, okay. this creature has a few human like capabilities. Maybe from the people of Grunt Road, if that's the true origin. Um, but they okay. can open doors and use tools.
0: How specific? What what specific, like, things they can do? Open oh, yeah. doors. Step one. Use, use tools. tools. <laughs> <laughs> which tools? Whose tools? Where are they getting these tools, Bailey? I don't
1: know. That's just all it said. Um, one source says that they are also able to phase through walls, which I think would make opening doors unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Well, I, can't, I can't phase through walls. I gotta use the, the stupid person way. The door. <laughs>
1: um, it's called while well, hunt or while haunting is a mix of a few references. It is said to. <laughs> oh no! Okay, never mind. That makes more sense. Yeah. I thought I wrote wolf like a howl. <sighs> <laughs> wolf like a howl. But I really wrote wolf like howl, but I just like picked that up wrong. Yeah. So it's either said you have a wolf-like howl, a banshee scream, or an ape screech. Those and are one all source. <laughs> and one source says that they may potentially be able to speak in a low growl.
0: Like speak words? Or just like growl? Both. Uh, okay.
1: It said speak. It didn't say what that exactly growl. means, but yeah. speak. Um it stinks, like what? I'm not sure.
0: How bad? Like meth hog innards? Bad? I'm not sure. I
1: did. I did listen to one podcast, and the name is not coming to me. And um, that covered the grunch, and uh, they were being jokey about it, but it kind of made sense if um, these creatures really did come from like testicles, then they probably smell like ball sweat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, testicle for a, I hate a while, this. <laughs> <laughs> for a
1: while for a while it was reported to have um, bat like wings and a tail
0: but then that like got, mm. but then that's gone
1: we don't report that anymore
0: we nixed that that's not yeah we're not into that anymore Mm-mm,
1: we don't care about the wings um, and even some said it wasn't scaly but had a silky coat
0: instead
1: they probably just saw a ruguru um
0: yeah <laughs> stop getting I your cryptids think, mixed up
1: I don't think that one was a crunch I think that was a room or whatever the swamp monster is because they're all in the same area
0: yeah the honey something or another swamp monster yeah I think that uh, one's pokey I think I saw a picture of that one and it's pokey
1: <laughs> um so conflicting descriptions but um I almost standardized image maybe <laughs> um so sightings, did I miss? Oh, I, I did miss an entire spot. I thought I did. Um, so I miss where they often are seen with sharp spines or quills running along the back. Oh. Um, they are reported to drain its victim's blood, but unlike El Chupacabra, everything is drained through a singular hole. One hole. One hole. Okay. I want to say I haven't done a ton of research on El Chupacabra, but um, a bite from them would have two holes to be fully I believe so. So I I knew I missed that. I was like, where did I put that in my notes? So I had to go back to it real fast. Um, So sightings began in the early 1800s. The time oh, apparently,
0: a chupacabra bite is a is a, a mixed drink. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to look it up, but it is. Uh, yeah, I believe it's two holes. Though I didn't find I, that. It I just found two because I think that Peach. I
1: because I, I think the singular hole was being marked as a um, difference between the grunge and el chupacabra. Yeah. Um, so sightings began in the early 1800s and continued consistently through about 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of like dropped off around 1980. But before that, they were most commonly seen around Grunch Road, specifically, um, especially by teens and young adults. Grunch Road being deserted, I assume, makes a decent spot for teens to do, you know, like uh, teen things
0: punk teens,
1: sex. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about sex.
0: Yeah, or marijuana.
1: Yeah. A very spooky lover's lane.
0: <laughs> uh, emo lover's lane. I love it.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> like I said, sightings dropped off around 1980, but they actually picked up again in 2005. 2005 is when Hurricane Katrina flooded and destroyed most of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, That would have included the woods and the habitat for the Grunch. It is believed that the hurricane forced the Grunch population to leave Grunch Road and spread out into the rest of the city and its suburbs. Nowadays, most sightings are from suburb residents who have seen it chasing cars, cats, (laughs) raiding and knocking over trash cans. I raise you mangy
0: raccoon. I would say, so you're talking about raccoons right now. Um, so the there is... is just a creepy looking raccoon.
1: <laughs> there is one woman from Harvey who claims she saw when eating her neighbor's dog. Huh? Alligator? Yeah, you know what? These all have explanations. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry for your dog, my guy. Um, it was enough that many residents around New Orleans, and I believe specifically Lakeside, uh, don't let their pets out at night for fear of a grunge will come and eat them.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's so sad
1: yep um so it was a well known story especially for the grunts road origin um that nobody really messed with the people out there um but then people started going missing so that's why we think they're being eaten um I believe some of the description from goat like is because the people out there are believed to eat goat or something like that yeah um so whether devil creature, el chupacabra, or mangy raccoon, we will never know. Um, But it is a generally recognized rule in the area to not stop for a goat on the side of the road, as it may be a distraction for Grunch to lure you in and feast
0: on your blood. All right. <laughs> I would be one of the persons who the Grunch gets, because I can't leave an animal in need. I can't no- do it. This is the one area that you can't get out for the a goats. Goat. Specifically a goat.
1: <laughs> yes. That's all.
0: Wow, grunching it up. Love a good grunch. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an to though. Grunch. Yeah. Like I don't I- know
1: the name comes from. There's no, like, explanation for the name because I think they would have come before the road was named.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, obviously, because it's Grunch Road, you know? But then, like, where did Grunch come from if they were from, you know, testicles?
0: It sounds like... I'm trying to think of, like... I don't know. It sounds like one of those terms, like... Like fucking, what is it, Grundle or some shit? <laughs> Hold on, let me look up Grundle and see if I know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, let's yeah. not do that. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> there were no images, in case anyone was wondering. Luckily. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like one of those words, you know? If you want to look it up, if there's no pictures automatically, at least not on my Google search. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Google at your own risk. I'm not going to explain it, but well, yeah, it's Sorry, like that. It sounds to... like that.
1: That's not what I was asking for. What were you asking for? I wanted to know what a devil baby was. Oh, the devil baby of Bourbon Street—that's a thing. Oh. Um. So I think you can like hear baby cries. Walking Ooh. on Bourbon Street. No, thank you. Bourbon Street being like the main like bar street in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, that's why I saw topless ladies when I was twelve. <laughs> I've not been to Bourbon Street, surprisingly. I have been all around that, like you know, like real, like like deep, deep New Orleans. I have been. I, I have not it's had. Years, have 15, my, I've so. had it, but I have not gone. I have been. I went. Uh, so like covid brought a whole lot of restrictions to cafe du mon and they had like a very specific way that they did things prior to covid that was like the reason people went to cafe du mon besides like you know the yummy yummy beignets that they serve Mm -hmm. but yeah it was like a very like, like outdoor seating the waiters would do specific things and it was it was very it was a nice environment it was lovely i think i went twice prior to covid and then I did not go when it was, like, a post-COVID time. We just didn't go because it sounded dangerous. (laughs) Because it was Um, decently close to COVID. Yeah.
1: I've had it because Bab, (laughs) good old Chris, got up early one morning while we were all down there. um, And went and got it to go. And brought it back. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) I had, like, half a beignet. I had half a beignet, and then he brought, like, some random cheap donuts. And I had more of the donuts than I had the beignet.
0: Uh, my main thing about beignets, Nathan, and any Louisianan, is probably going to slaughter me for this, but I just think they're just funnel cakes, but differently shaped. <laughs> they are just funnel cakes. They're just fluffy funnel cakes. And I'm not They're literally to- made like the same way, and yes. then you just put powdered sugar. On. It's just the same. It's just fluffy funnel cakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i get yelled not. at that routine i get yelled at for that routinely though so i'll stop
1: <laughs> they're a little too like sweet and oily for me
0: see i like it. i but though i love a good funnel cake and my main thing about it is the powdered sugar and i, I could literally just eat spoonfuls of powdered sugar so <laughs> no. i have a problem i can have a couple bites of funnel cake and then i'm done i can eat it's like not... two whole funnel cakes myself it is really oily it'll like make me feel like i'm gonna die but i kind of like it yeah. I like living on the edge.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Airbnb we stayed at in New Orleans was definitely haunted, I fully believe.
0: Oh, I'm sure it was.
1: <laughs> there were so many dolls and knickknacks. Mm hmm. Oh my God. Dolls are scary. <laughs> dolls are. And there was like a singular chair in the corner of the room. A haunted chair, if you're asking me. Any chair that's not like a big, like oversized, like love seat type it's chair sitting there in the middle of the room with no table or like what? No, wrong.
0: It's just like a like a like a dining table chair, but just sitting in the corner. <laughs> it was a little
1: like it was wood with like a padded seat on it. Mm-hmm. I think it had arms. I think I don't know if it had arms. I think it was just like a. Yeah, like a dining room chair. It's Just very grandma kind of... of them. Just in the corner of I the room. I think my grandma has a few of those. <laughs> Why would you... You're asking for a ghost to sit on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take a little seat with their little ghost tushy. Yes, Rest of the little ghost, ghost heels. Take a little little ghost break. <laughs> yeah. A spookin' break to sit in the, that lovely little corner chair you set out for them. Everyone knows ghosts don't sit in chairs with arms. <laughs>
1: I could have arms, but like, I don't know. Something about that specific. That and rocking chairs. You're, you're... I have a rocking chair.
0: It's a nice chair. I like it. <laughs> it's a padded rocking chair. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fully believe that uh, everywhere in New Orleans is haunted
0: yes i would i would hypothesize that every inch of new orleans has a spirit standing on it (laughs) yes there are probably five million more ghosts in new orleans than there are people it probably has to do with these above ground burials i'm sure it does they don't like being disturbed and you just laid them on top of the ground that's rude I want to be yeah. cremated for that exact reason. Do not let my body come back. <laughs> if there's a zombie apocalypse, I am dust. Alright, motherfuckers, I am dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will not participate. <laughs> I am fertilizer for a lovely little ashen tree. Okay. But yeah. Uh, New, Orleans, New Orleans is nice. Louisiana is, eh, it's alright. I, honestly, you could go to Louisiana. Just put some pennies or something outside your door. 13 of them. Be specific. I would be uh, cautious. I would, like... I wouldn't go, like, in a bad time. Because you know how things can get to you when you're, like, not in a good mental state? So, like, I feel like you shouldn't go to New Orleans if you're, like, depressed or anxious or anything like that. Because I feel like the spirits are going to fuck with you. Unless you're going there to get voodoo healing. <laughs> yes. Unless you're going for healing. In which case... You do you, girl. Go get it. Go. I
1: want. Hopefully, we're talking about this respectfully, and we've like gotten the information correct. Um, if we
0: haven't, please tell us.
1: But I also want to speak to a voodoo practitioner. I think it's so cool.
0: I would love to. I would love to and have like a
1: conversation. We didn't even talk about the vampires living, and
0: oh New yeah, Orleans. we just skirt right over that one. <laughs> That's also a thing. Yeah. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure The Vampire Diaries was filmed in New Orleans.
1: <laughs> Why is it or maybe it was Orleans. The Originals. It was The
0: Originals. It was The Originals.
1: That's what it was. Mm, I've only seen The Legacies, which
0: is the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Where was The Originals filmed?
1: Oh, filmed or set? Filmed. I could believe it was filmed in Louisiana or New Orleans. A lot of things are filmed. It was
0: filmed at Hotel Royal, which is why you feel like you've been here before. Yeah. Filmed or at how? Hotel Royal. Mm-hmm. Good question. Is <laughs> that is it in oh, New Oh yeah, Orleans? it's in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. The Netflix um, originals filmed here. Hotel Royal in New Orleans. Cool. Um But yeah, moral of the story is I think you're safe in New Orleans and Louisiana. Uh, from cryptids. I think you can stay safe from cryptids. If we're talking spirits, I don't want to get into it. I don't know if you're safe.
1: <laughs> I would be cautious if you're going to travel around like the French Quarter and Bourbon Street at night. I would also be cautious. I'd be cautious
0: for like, like living humans. People. <laughs> yeah um actual people who are trying to mug you i would be cautious
1: i mean i i've never been on mardi Gras, but i was in new orleans while they were hosting the final four which took up the entire city yeah um so it wasn't quite some like topless girls and beads but it was a bunch of rabid basketball fans
0: <laughs> horrifying horrifying that's worse i'd rather a topless girl any day
1: (laughs) i don't know if you talked about this for those who didn't know bailey traveled to new orleans early 2022 to work media relations for the final four games because she did a sports media for a bit weird you still doing sports media bailey (laughs) no i don't do sports media anymore i kind of want to but i needed a job and there was not a job available in sports media
0: yeah yeah uh, the Ruguru is a Brad okay the Grunch the Grunch the Grunch made out of testicles he's a Chad <laughs> <laughs> potentially Jesus what are you doing over there potentially Jesus
1: <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> now there's a bang on my wall i'm sure they can hear me i'll talk quieter
0: <laughs> they're my, just hearing you talk about
1: right. the, the grunge i talk pretty loud like during these sessions i quiet it down but these walls are pretty oh, thin. so i these walls are pretty thin they have probably heard all of our conversations or my side <laughs> of the love conversations that.
0: i would say it's really one-sided though because we're wearing headphones <laughs> so that's even more fun
1: yeah yeah i would hate to be on the only one side of this conversation it'd be very confusing
0: I know. I hate. I think it's so funny when Nathan listens to us record because now we don't record, you know, out in the open. I record with headphones on, so he can only hear what I'm saying, and I'm sure he's so damn confused. (laughs) You know, let's talk about testicles. When you're like, what? Yeah, I'm like, I'd rather see a topless lady any day. (laughs) This is the second time
1: I've brought up testicles, which is yes, it is. Ew. We talked about
0: testicles with the meth hogs.
1: Yes, because I don't know if I... I said it in the first time I recorded it, but I don't know if I mentioned it in the second time. I don't time think you did. About how, like, to more testicles means more testosterone, so they were probably angrier, and that's why they're probably more aggressive. Which so is why I labeled them as chads. Yeah. <laughs> so that part was missed, so now you know.
0: Now you know. If you didn't that listen to that episode, late. go back. Yeah.
1: Episode it late. was a creature with four
0: testicles in there, so go listen. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. It's been a good one
1: for a minute. Yep.
0: Yeah, we have. It's been a while. This is one of the longer ones. It's not. It's not as long as I thought it would be. So no. You're welcome. Um, Sorry. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. (laughs) Before you go,
1: if you want to hear more and you want us, if you want to let us know you want to hear more, um, you can support us for free on any of our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as H T T Y Podcast.
0: H T T Y Podcast.
1: Um, we'd love to hear from you um via email.
0: Hello, attypodcast at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> um we also made this announcement on the last episode, so go listen to um the end of uh, the previous episode, Kentucky, if you wanna like hear all of the details. But More deets. it's out now. It's launched now. We have a Patreon.
0: Patreon. Boop boop boo boo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um tiers start as low as a dollar a month and only go up to five dollars. Um we love any support that you guys can give, whether that is following us on any of our social media, if it is um donating to the Patreon, um or even if it's um oh I can't even they're sending us an email. Anything. We love any support we can
0: get. Um Literally give me a sweet little kiss on the forehead and I'll feel like the coolest person in the world. um one little thing that you can do for us that is completely
1: free you can go down into your little podcast app we are on several um several so whatever you're listening to give us a five-star rating
0: yeah let people know, know you enjoy one. it
1: i didn't know if we would ever become the, the people that asked for it but we're asking for it yeah do it now Help so us know that you like it um and If you do feel like you want to give any financial support, just know that it is going straight back into the podcast. Um, We sound
0: underwater, but with your help, (laughs) we could not You could save us from drowning (laughs) 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 under this water we're in right now.
1: Um, We currently use some relatively cheap equipment.
0: Danny's Mm -hmm. um, laptop is liable to fall apart soon. We We poured apple cider on it last night on accident, so yeah apple cranberry it was delicious
1: it sounds <laughs> it's good. all I'm over thirsty. the laptop I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty i'm gonna get a drink right through this all um, i have is
0: a bottle of breast milk sitting next to me so ew. I should probably go find a different drink, drink <laughs> it's not that tasty it's very much like baby food like <laughs> i'm yeah. not into it
1: anyways let's um
0: <laughs> oh yeah we're still recording uh <laughs> so yeah louisiana take a trip but like be be cautious protect yourself you know do some cleansing or something before and after.
1: <laughs> I've been Danny. And I've been Bailey. Bye. Bye.